Mexico. <laughs> I, I need to tell you, I keep finding Mexican candy. Oh my <laughs> god, that's amazing! I when I tell you I'm best Mexican. wedding ever, best oh, wedding. Thank you. Ever. <laughs> well, when you have two years to plan something, turns out <laughs> the project will fill the space, and that project definitely filled the two-year space. I like literally every week was talking to my planner about something. So. I mean, just that town in general, because I think so many creative people live there. It's like everything is cool. Like every like restaurant that you just like happen upon is like beautiful and it has like the craziest decorations that you're like, oh, okay. And oh my gosh. So yeah, full honesty and disclosure, Maggie and I were late to the wedding. You weren't the only ones. You weren't the only ones. That makes you feel better. The situation in San Miguel is not the strongest. It's not good. I'd say if you're trying to get anywhere, you need to start 45 minutes before you need to be there. You need to be ready and searching for an Uber. (laughs) By the time we got the Uber, we were like maybe like 10 minutes away. We were like 10 minutes out. So we're like, okay, we could maybe get there like just in time. And mm-hmm. Colleen even did like the beautiful thing where she like had like the 10 minute grace period, like yeah. started at like 310, like 310 on the dot. Like it was like, yeah, we're start at three. We're going to give people that 10 minute delay. And we still couldn't make it. With- <laughs> Finally get to your wedding. It started. It's beautiful. And me and Maggie are like, oh shit, it's in the round. We're like, you can't walk down there and not be not visible. Like everyone yeah. like, you're late. And so I was like, Maggie, yeah. I'm not walking down there and being black and late. And I was like, and you're wearing a red dress. <laughs> Maggie's in like a senorita red dress. I'm like, and you're not walking down there in this bold red. <laughs> We're going to just watch from above. <laughs> we'll just hang back. I didn't even think about that in the round. It was like, there's nowhere you can sit where people can see that you were late. Unless like the back row of like the outer edge. Even that other side's going to see you. There's, I, there's no way. You cannot sneak in. I'm so but Also, sorry. we were like, we're like, I'm so sorry we're late. This looks so beautiful. Also, like, I think I want to do my wedding in the round too. <laughs> we're like, I, yeah. So During um the vowels and the speeches that I caught <laughs> when I was late, yeah. um, I looked over to Maggie and Anna. I looked over to all the Charleston people at one point. Yeah. I'm like fully in. I was like, hey guys, I feel like I missed out on season one of Colleen's life. <laughs> Does, did anyone else see season one? No. <laughs> because Colleen has this ability to ask and be so sincere and intrigued about other people's lives. But, <laughs> but then it's something about like where it's like she finds like, I'm like, wait, how did I miss this part of Colleen's life? Because she's been asking me questions so much about my own dang life. I feel like maybe I forgot to ask you something. I don't know. But the vowels and the speeches that were at your wedding were so iconic about this. (laughs) Like, and I was just like, wait, we were talking about an X-Files episode and I had no idea (laughs) that was the X who was the DJ. (laughs) 
I did not anticipate for that to come up as many times as it did. Dallas made a joke about it in his vows, and I was like, okay, that's kind of hilarious. And then, like, once he did that, a few people were like, I'm going to put it in my speech now, too. It's like, okay. It's really, I just how <laughs> people like remember your relationships. I mean, like, great, yeah. like, I saw Peter for the first time in like two years yeah. uh, last week. And he and I were like gapping about like, what friends of mine have unfollowed him and what friends of his have unfollowed me. And all the while I'm like, I still follow everyone's exes. Like I love following yeah. people's exes and keep, like, I'm not only following them, like I'm interacting with them. Like I'm loving their, <laughs> I'm loving their new babies. I'm loving, yeah. like, I'm yeah. like, why would you, like, I feel like it's, it's a little petty. I get it, but maybe they were unfollowing to keep their numbers down on Instagram. And oh now yeah. I am, um, I got unfollowed, I got kind of like blocked. I think I'm like still blocked. And like, I like forget that I am from like, there's like eight to 12 people that I feel like are like within this contingent of like, I got hardcore canceled. And like, I always forget until I'm around my college friends and they'll be like, oh, did you see what blah, blah, blah posted? And I'm like, no, I didn't see that. And like, I'll go to like search on Instagram. It's like, this person doesn't exist. And I'm like, they must not have Instagram. And everyone's like, no, calling your you're black. What was the the rose and the thorn of the wedding weekend for you? Um, I'd say thorn is I got blackout on Thursday night and it took me like all of Friday. Like I got a massage. I like worked out. I laid in my bed and listened to Watch What Crappens. Like I did all the things I needed to do, but like even then by the time the rehearsal came around, they like handed me a margarita and I was like <laughs> you're like shaking I was like I really can't drink this I'm so sorry like I will be taking a seltzer water and then like maybe a glass of wine with dinner which like actually I think in the end of the day helped me because like I was like really fresh morning of the wedding but like do I wish I had memories more memories from that evening yes it's okay Maggie has the exact moment of when you turned <laughs> she has a photo of that exact moment we'll keep it for the archives so that was my thorn. Uh, my rose was, I don't know, just like basically the wedding. Like I just like really freaking loved our ceremony. I loved like, I just loved like getting to like have everyone there. Like I was just like, I was really down on myself like the week before the wedding. I was like, why am I fucking doing this? Like, this is so dumb. Like we're already married. Like this is such a waste. Like I was like very in like a very negative space. And then like once I finally got to see everyone like interacting, like be there and like, honestly, this is going to sound really selfish, but like hear the speeches and like that validation was like, okay, I kind of like didn't need this. Like it was like, you wanted the celebration and like the acknowledgement of your love. Like, and that is like not selfish or like, like that is like, you fucking deserve that. Especially in the year of Corona where it pushed everyone like yeah yeah and like getting Honestly, to see like we all of our we needed a reason to like get together yeah. and just be like I fucking love love <laughs> yeah it was really fun too to like see everyone traveling and being like we're all in this like crazy small city together and like people would run into each other like people from like different parts of my life would have lunch together and like it was just like really fun to be like okay we're sharing this like crazy niche memory together and like it's like a fever dream that we're all in and like it was just like fun. It was amazing. Oh my god! But yeah, hands down, best wedding ever. Thank you. I can't wait to help someone plan a wedding now. 
because I Girl, really feel it's gonna be me it's gonna be me because I'm, I'm like, ready I'm like I'm yeah yeah like, I want ready. something that's like we'll talk later <laughs> yeah I have a lot of ideas I have a lot of um well what's good is that now that I've done it I have notes for myself but only myself now like, the flowers weren't quite right it's fine it's fine like wasn't fine when I was like getting my hair and makeup done I saw them making the flowers and I was just like too orange too orange and see it's fine wedding I don't want too much flower but I want like a lot of like green and foliage like I just want yeah. like greenery but I don't really care too much about flowers and I wish I had done foliage from the sky and I had like gone back and forth on that of like hanging foliage did you something hanging did you not I had just lights okay and the lights are amazing the whole thing was amazing. Oh my God. Even, even we had rain. Literally Colleen had every element of weather during yeah. her It was like sunny as hell. And then oh, it no, was- We were in an oven for a second. Yeah, it was like oven. They had to like put like shields, like a, like a, like a, a sh like, what do you call it? Like a, a tarp basically. Kind yeah. Of, to like cool it off. Then it was like torrential rainfall. Like to the point where it was like it almost like it was like flooding in there and they had to like clean it all up it was great and then at one point it legit started hailing it was insane so yeah I feel like those were all great signs as to like you guys are off to a great start <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah it was really fun and then really stressful and then fun and then stressful and then fun and then stressful so um welcome to the show uh Susan so Susan fill in the blank I just called to say cheaters gonna blank. I just called to say cheaters are gonna be happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Let's let's dive into the mess. Tell us about that one day. <sighs> okay. That one episode of cheaters. Perfect. All right. Let me just like kind of give you like a like a like a mini backstory. But I was dating this guy. I was in a relationship with my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend now, at, for about three years. And in our like, like second to last year, um, I kind of, kind of like was asking him to do things and he wasn't really doing them, just like as a regular person, not like anything extra. Like, I mean, I have. It was like, hey, you want to work on your personality a bit because I was performing artist. I have a lot of gigs and I have a lot of things to do, and I'm like, you know, I would love to invite you to my events, but I feel like his personality is not the type. So I would always feel like I'd have to be like, hey you okay anytime we went to a gig or something of mine so i kind of just stopped inviting him and then i also every year my family and i would go to a country to um to a country <laughs> we go to barbados every, every, every year we go to barbados uh for uh, a summer uh, arts festival and during that time i was like you know what let me like i'm gonna go and I was like, well, do I invite him? I'm like, do I invite Dee? And I'm like, I don't think I want to because he's like not like his personality, like he's not an asset. So I'm like, okay, fine. Like, who do I like? Who do I invite? And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, I don't have to invite anybody. And then I call my best friend and we're just like chatting it up. And he's like, yo, I haven't seen you in so long. Like, let's meet up and let's make plans. I'm like, well, I'm not even going to be in New York because I have all these travel, like all these travel dates within this year. He's like, oh, you're going to Barbados? All right, cool, I'm gonna come meet you. And you know how people just chat and they just say stuff and they're like, oh, I'm coming. You're like, oh, okay, sure, I'm sure you're coming. But he like actually popped out, like actually came to Barbados. So he and I ended up staying, like we booked our Airbnb together and then my mom and my sister, they 
got their own thing. But dun dun dun, here comes the night. So we're out. We're out at the at the like the main gap where all like the parties are, where all like, the nightlife is. And so we're like drinking, we're all buying shots. My mom's over there in the corner, like being silly, like some random guy doing her lap dance. Like, so that is wild. It's a great time, guys. It's a great, it's a nice to remember. And eventually we will, we will all find out why. But um, we're drinking, we're drinking, and my best friend and I are dancing, having a good time, like super chilling. We're not even, we're not even grinding. Like, it's like literally like a regular, like face to face, like super chilling, buddy, buddy type of dance. And we're like singing to each other, like all the, the rap songs, all like the other songs. Like, it's, like, it's a fun vibe. And then I don't know what happened. I guess one of them shots caught up to us. But as we're, as we're like singing to each other face to face, like something just like clicked and we locked eyes and we just started making out. And I'm like, no. I mean, in the moment, it was like everything. It was freaking wonderful. But then like, that was it. It ended, it was like, oh my gosh, we shouldn't have done that. Okay, fine, boom, it's all over. Then we go back to dancing out. Then we go back outside, we're like, hanging out, whatever, dancing, having a good time. My sister's there. We're all having a good time. But then all of a sudden, my sister comes up to me and she's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, you, you're really going to be upset with me. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you, why would I be upset with you? She's like, I just posted something and he just saw it and he's calling me and he won't stop calling me and I just deleted it, but but it's already up and he won't stop calling me. Now I'm like, wait, 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 what did you post? I then look at my sister's post that he, like, I think she screenshotted it or something of that, something like that. But she screenshotted it and it said, it literally read, and then we have Susan over here making out with her best friend. And I'm like, don't, don't, don't. why would you post that shit? Like, what part of any of that made sense to you? So that was pretty nuts. Then, of course, like on cue, my boyfriend at the time was FaceTiming her and was like, put me on the phone right now. This man is like livid. So, so I'm still at the club. We're all still at the club. I'm, I'm right outside. He's like, how could you do this to me? I trusted you to go away out of the country with your best friend. And I knew you guys had feelings for each other. And I still let you go. And this is what you do. But like, he was yelling. Like, this man was livid. So, was, of course, my, like, Did the guy off, that you, was your, could your friend hear him yelling in the background? Uh, no, because uh, I stepped outside of the pub. Like, I completely walked, like, outside of the pub. Like, I was, like, right in front of the pub. Um, and they were still, like, in, like, they, like, they was, like, a, like, a different section. So, you'll, you're, like, right outside the club and you walk. When you walk into the entrance, but like right in, inside the immediate entrance is like an outdoor area. And then you walk in and you're like in the actual club. But there's like an extension of the club, like right outside. So first we were already outside after we were inside, made out, came outside into the extension. And then once the boyfriend at the time called me, I like moved all the way outside the club. So I was by myself. And then clearly I took a little too long on the phone because they both, um, Jay and uh, Karen came outside and we're like, oh my gosh, oh no, what's going on? And I'm like, by this point, I'm like bawling. I'm like, I'm like oh my God, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to do this. Like, I would have met like, 
kind of know this would have happened. Like, I would have never done it. Yeah, there was that. Um, so we're outside. He's, like, yelling at me. I'm crying outside the club, looking like the neighborhood crackhead. Then, um, when I, I'm like, you know, I forget. I'm like, you know what? My night's over. He's like, he's like, are you still out right now? I'm like, yeah, I'm still out. I'm like, I'm like, I promise you, I'm going to go home right now, and I'm going to call you back, and we're going to just talk. He's like, yeah, okay. So I, like, quickly leave. So, and it was even worse because my best friend, Jay, we room together. Like, we have an Airbnb together. So he had to walk back. Like, we walked back to our place together. And I was like, oh, God, this is not good. And so, but it was, it was like, it was like a really bad, like, awkward, silent, like, kind of explosive. Did the boyfriend try and confront the friend? No, not at all. I'm really no. Not at all. Because, you know, like, a lot of times I- when guys cheat, the girl always wants to confront the other girl. So I want to know, like... This is, that is... That's, like, a whole different conversation my mom. But, like, that is so dumb to me. But we continue. We, we move on. Um, no, he did not approach my friend about anything. Um, which, I mean, like, is smart of him. He, he, all, all, all his beef was with me. And I, I didn't should have been. Um, so Jay and I are walking back to our Airbnb. Very awkward, very, like, tense. Finally get back, finally call my boy finally call my boyfriend back and I'm like, hey, like hopefully you've calmed down a little bit. Like, like how are you? Like, are you okay? He, and then uh, immediately, I can't believe you would do that shit. Went went back to went back to, you know, back to scene one where he was yelling. And I was like, Oh, okay, now we're we're still there, no problem. Um and I don't remember like the middle of it, but my my best friend could tell you because he was inside the Airbnb when I was talking and he loves his, you know. Be like, yeah, I mean, you were kind of walling. Oh, yeah, Susan, you were kind of walling out. But um, at the tail end, the thing that I really do remember is that um, V asked me. He was like, "All right, like, are you gonna do? This? Are you gonna do it again?" And my crazy self, I didn't say. I didn't say no. I didn't say, of course not. I literally said, to be honest, I don't know. Like. Imagine telling your boyfriend who you just cheated on, or who you know who you just made a poor choice on, and to tell this man you don't know if you're gonna do it again, like, and you're in a whole other country, like, out of control. It's like you don't play with people like that. I feel terrible, and to make it even worse, I like ended up catching feelings for my best friend, and so we uh, he had a business trip in Chicago. Or was it? No, it was Boston. And um, I, like, made a little day trip out of going to go visit him. And I literally, like, went out, bought a, bought a ticket. He actually he paid for my ticket to go out there and go see him. And we just, like, hung out, slept, you know, slept in his hotel room, slept in bed, like, but I didn't. So, yeah, that's what it was. And when you got, did he break, did y'all break up? While you were still in Barbados, or did you break when you got back? No, girl. No, we were still together like another. We still together like another, maybe like five months, five six months after that. Stayed together and tried to make it work after the after the after the cheating. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We were still together, and my silly silly ass went to freaking Boston to go visit my best friend while we were still together trying to work it out. Girl, I was nuts. You cheated twice on this man. Girl, don't even don't talk about it. Just like let it be. Just let it be. It's so nice. Ah, I promise you. Then the show Insecure came out, 
And I literally, I watched it and I was like, no, these people are like watching me. Like they're reading my life. Like they're following my life and they're writing the story about it. Like right now, like literally the story about Issa and the boyfriend, I forgot his name. Um, and then the best friend, Daniel. Like that was like literally me and my boyfriend at the time and my best friend. It was like, you keep asking your man to do so many things and he's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna get to it. Then all of a sudden your best friend pops out of nowhere and he's like, Giving you energy, and you're like, wait, huh? I never, I never seen you like this. And all of a sudden, man, now you're kissing on the club. At any point, were you upset with your sister for exposing you, or were you just like, damn, that's on me for doing it? You know, I definitely did have a moment where I was like, I was like, I know that I probably would not have even been caught had she not posted that. I know that for a fact, to be honest. But I also was not upset with my sister because I know my sister, and that's like, she's not a very like. You know, no shade to her, but she's not a very, like, mindful person. She just does whatever she feels in the moment. And it's just like, oh. I, and she literally said to me, and I feel like you would appreciate this, Megan. She was like, well, I didn't even really think about it like that. I was just posting it because I thought it was such great content. I'm like, content? I'm like, my life is not about content. This is real life. <laughs> she projected this whole thing. She said, oh, this is going to be good content. Let me post about it now. If you're going to cheat. Don't blank. Okay. I just called to say, if you're going to cheat, don't be next to your nosy sister who thinks everything is about content. He was the one that was just like, I don't know what I'm doing in life, but what I do know is like, I can't think, I can't go like an hour without thinking about you. Like he was just like- Taylor Swift first love type of- I mean, something about that left shoulder duck unlimited tattoo when you're 17, let me tell you. Yes! The biggest regret of my life. That's a mess and a half, Val Laura. Like, get over it. So, um, but yeah, he was like, he was the I'm a wild one, like running around, like my strawberry wine love, okay? Like, he was my first kiss when I was 15. I, 15. When I was 15, like, I didn't date anybody else or do anything at all until after we dated, which was insane. But then, like, my second love was, like, the okay, like, I see you as a husband, and we're still having fun, but, like, we can't grow up together. Because as soon as we started growing up, stuff went opposite ways. And then my third one was, like, a, wow, you are very safe, very, like, this makes sense on paper. Like, everything is phenomenal. But, like, we love, we liked the idea of, like, being safe and stable more than we liked each other when it came down to it. So, you have to have, okay, the three. Strawberry wine love, you got to have that. Two, you got to have the one that's, like, kind of toxic, but you, like, think that you have it figured out, but you really don't, and it's funny, because then you get out of it, and you're like, wow, it's perspective. The wow. third one, you got to just get it wrong. Like, you got to go in the idea of, like, this is the one, but then you got it wrong, and now you're going to go for a one. you got to have three different kinds. And it doesn't matter if they're boyfriends, relationships, or just, like, people you know. Like, it's, you got to have the three. This is the strawberry wine love. The strawberry wine happened, we met when I was 15, and he was two years older. Before any of this happened, strawberry wine moment, I was like, I'm not losing my virginity. It's a true, true story. But then I was such like a youth group girl. So I um, 
dead dead serious because then i was like i'm not losing everyone in our group had sex before i did everybody i was the last person to have my first kiss i like all of this so i told the tool man that's what we're gonna call him i told the tool man that i'm not i'm not sleeping with you until i graduate undergrad so because he was two years older the night before my high school graduation we have a party at um, Mikey Sonia's. I'm just gonna name it, name drop all the time. Drop them. Literally, they should be honored that we're even dropping their name. And it would be at Mikey's house. The toolman and I would roll up with the Bud Select cooler because you know that was what we drank as a couple. I was a Yingling girl, but I was not a couple. But I was like, <laughs> why was I drinking Yingling <laughs> so heavily at 18? Yeah, that's aggressive. Yeah, so. So anyways, we go, and he was like, I can take you home. And, like, the, I mean, I don't know if you know, like, where, obviously, you know where Blythe is. So you know that I'm, like, kind of far from that. She told me, I was like, do you want to go home? And I was like, no. And I was like, tonight's going to be the night. Like, tonight's it. And so we go to his house. This is graduation night. Night before graduation. And I'm like, I'm like, tonight's going to be the night. But I was like, no, like, I'm walking on across the stage in literally less than 12 hours. Long story short, that's where my morals started declining. So yeah, that, after that though, was when I went to school, I straight told him, I was like, we can date. So anyways, we start dating and um, we date for a very long time. I always kind of had some like thoughts that he was like cheating on me and stuff. But I also like, it's hard when you're like, there's two ends of the spectrum, right? So there's like, we are such good, have that like, um the background of the friendship and now we're like taking it to the next level it's so comforting to have that like friendship basis there because like when he hangs out with his boys i'm like yeah i hung out with them when i was 15 too like there's that really nice um familiarity about having that background with somebody but then on the other side of it when you take things to the next level some things are just not acceptable in relationships. And when you're younger, you're willing to let so many things, you're willing yeah. to allow so many things. Well, and like we have all the same friends. So like when he would hang out with like some girls that were our friends, I'm like, okay, well, like I know her, I've known her longer than I've known you. So like, what's the, you know what I mean? So it's, I kind of like knew, but I'd never have proof. We, I knew that he was cheating, but like some things are okay, some things are not, but I also didn't want to keep him from hanging out with his friends, but I always like complained about it because it made me like, okay, here, if you don't hear anything else from this podcast, hear this, unless you are certifiably crazy, if you have an inkling that somebody is cheating on you, investigate it and investigate it hard because it's probably right. Go with your gut. That female instinct, it's, it's real. It is, you are probably right. Whether it's emotionally, physically, or whatever it may be, the fact that you have to question it at all, that's a red flag. So I should have listened then, but what ended up happening um, is that, like, for me, if you truly love somebody, here's the indicator. If they were to murder someone... And they say, and they come to you and they say, hey, babe, like, this happened. If you look at them and you're like, yo, um, where's the body so that I can know if I'm asked about it, I can lie. If that's, if that's where you're at, you love this man. So my birthday was always during Nutcracker. And then when I got to undergrad, 
that's like during baseball or basketball season for my dance team and first week is during exams and so my birthday i'm like okay that's uber didn't exist then um and that's when i know you know this but that's when um heartbreakers was still a thing in columbia but i was like y'all go do stupid things i have an exam to turn in and like my thing is if you call me i'll come pick you up because then then like that was the days when you if you had a boyfriend you bought him a case of bud light for his birthday like and you like were like i'll give you head like that was like whoo so and he was like that's awesome like we're probably gonna go this place and this place and this place which of course is in five points where a solid drink is three four dollars our rule i don't care how toxic and strawberry wine this love was our rule was you call me or you text me before you go to bed i don't care if it's 7 a.m in the morning and you're just getting home I don't care if you are in a ditch and that's finally when your eyeballs are closing. You text me so that I know you're alive and all appendages are attached, okay? So I don't get a text or a call. And I'm like, my gift to you was to come pick you guys up. So like there's a disconnect here and I'm already sensing that something's off. I was trying to be nice because I know that this man loves Waffle House and I went and I'm like swallowing my pride just to go in there because I'm like, so I walk in there, I get him breakfast because it's his birthday morning. I like go turn in my paper. I'm like, this is wife vibes right here. I'm about to graduate with a fucking two bachelor's degrees. I'm serving it up for this man. Like I walk in, I walk upstairs. And this is where the bad love mic drop happens. Um, he's not alone. And I know the girl and it's not a secret that I'm kind of a harsh, wild, like wild card kind of person. Like I'm a lot and I know that and that's fine. This was the most logical, calmest, low key two hours of my life. I literally look back and I am impressed with myself. So I see her, her clothes are folded on the ground and He's like kind of rolled towards the wall. She's like face down. Again, her clothes are on the side. Again, I sit down, <laughs> waffles and all this. I literally pull that thing and I tap her on the shoulder and I'm like, Jordan. And she's like the acknowledgeable squeeze on the shoulder. And I, and I pull her over and great boobs, good for her. And, um, and I said, Jordan, I need to speak with the tool man alone. And that's when she, like, the lights go on in her eyeballs, right? And I always kind of had an inkling that they were, like, like, they had a thing. The, the spark was there, and you could see it when they were together. And, like, now, as I'm older, when that happens with somebody, I do not ignore it. Because it is, like, it's, it's real. Like, the spark is so real. So, um... So I, I say, I need to speak to the tool man alone. And she looks up at me and then she just kind of is like frozen. And I kind of step back and I fold my arms, very calm. Like this is literally the tone of my voice. And I said, Jordan, I'm gonna go downstairs. I'm gonna turn around and face out the kitchen window. And by the time that I come back up here, I need to know that you're gone. And at that point I had already known that I had won. Because the fact that I didn't like walk up in there and be like, what are you doing? Is yeah. I walk downstairs, I turn around, I look out the kitchen window, I hear her 
boots, clunky ass boots, go down that hair truck leave. And um, he's still like wrapped up. And um, I kind of like not, the stairs have like a banister and I am kind of like not up over the banister yet. And he like sits up, doesn't see me because he's like facing the wall, wraps his um, like duvet or like the down comforter or whatever around him, goes to the bathroom. And it was like, uh, I remember him like banging on like Mikey's door and he wasn't there because he probably stayed like at, at my house with Brittany. And he like went to the bathroom and he came out and he was like, hey, Jordan. And I was like, and um, so I like walk over and I sit, there's like a chair that he had that sat like right by the bed. And you know me, I'm like, legs crossed here. I go grab the waffles and I have them in my hand so that I can be like, you know, like I'm here for you. This is what I did and sacrificed for you. So anyways, he walks back out. He walks out of the bathroom and he's like, he literally does not see me. And he was like, Jordan? And I was like, hey. And he just looks at me, makes eye contact, balls. Balling, 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 balling. You know this man, he is not a crier. He is a man's man. Like the guy chops wood in his spare time. Cause he got caught. And so he just like sits on the ground, literally where he's at, crisscross applesauce. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I don't say a word for, like, I mean, it's probably close to 15 minutes. And I'm still holding his breakfast, and I was like, if we don't eat this now, it's going to get cold. It's probably already cold. And he was like, I just, like, can we? And I was like, no. I would like to eat this um, so that I have some food in me. And, you know, in, in undergrad, I'm, like, probably Adderalled out for, like, five days at this point. Like, I want to eat. Um, so we get downstairs. We eat. I literally don't say anything. He's still crying the entire time that he's eating. Waffles are fully soggy from his tears. Yeah. Like, we don't eat in the same room. And I, like, go back up. I was like, we can go talk now. But I, like, I want to do it after you have some clothes on. We go upstairs. He, like, puts on clothes. And he's like, I... Like, I, I want this so bad. Like, I'm so sorry. He just, he's just apologizing, you know, like, just, like, boisterously apologizing. We, I finally am just, like, he's, like, stopped crying. And I'm, like, we just, like, I just want to talk, though. So we go upstairs. He puts on clothes. We sit, like, on his bed. And I'm, like, don't touch me. Like, whatever. And, because you have to remember, yeah, I had my strawberry wine moment with him. I've not had sex with anybody else in my life. And he's like, I need to tell you, like, I, there has been times where I've cheated, but the reason I'm telling you now is because, like, I want to, like, I really want to do this with you. And I'm, like, I don't really know what that means. Like, we've been doing this thing in my head for real this entire time. And he was like, no, I really, like, want to do this. So he's like, no, but I'm like, what are you saying? Like, I've been doing this for real with you in my head the entire like time we've, like since we've met each other, I've not dated anybody else. Like since I was 15, because I wanted this. He walks to his sock drawer and pulls out a ring. No, he did not. (laughs) Pulls out a ring and literally is like, 
I want this with you, but like, I want to start on a clean slate. And I've looked at him and I'm like, I'm going to give you one month. I was like, I'm going to give you one month because what I'm telling you right now is that I'm going to, like, I, in my heart, I want to forgive you because I want this so bad. Um, but what I'm telling you is that I'm probably going to be the person who now, like, is, psycho, is a psycho crazy girlfriend. Because every time, like, we don't talk, I'm going to assume you're cheating on me. Like, I'm, you, my mind's going to go there now. And I don't think that that's healthy in a relationship. Yeah, I'm like, so I'm telling you right now, like, I want to, yes, I want to do this. But, like, it's not going to be, like, the kind of marriage that I want now. And um, so you should, again, lesson number one, if your spidey senses are tingling, you need to investigate. Number two, when you break up, I think that there is a way to, like, be friends. But you got, you cannot beat a dead horse. The horse is dead. It's not being revitalized. Like, you got to, every time. I look at my friends or myself and like that was a bad decision. It's always because I just did not let it be. We go back like four flats on Cadillacs And it's rent, huh? We might not be paying that Still a whole lot of love 843 is where we at Let me tell you what's the buzz Kick back and relax It's always a good time Just you and I Airwaves on your station Cohabitation Well, hello again And welcome to another episode of Cohabitation It's 8.30 on a bright Monday morning, and Brendan is standing at the sink wearing an apron over his business shirt and tie, washing the frying pan and spatula he used to make his toast, tempeh bacon, and just egg vegan egg scramble. His perfectly pressed suit jacket is slung over the back of a kitchen table chair. Just as he pours himself a mug of coffee, Rocky enters the kitchen, sees the toast, and nabs a bite while Brendan's back is turned. And when he turns around with his coffee, she groggily grabs it from him and thanks him with a delicate kiss on the cheek. Oh, thanks for the coffee. Oh, you know I like mine with agave and almond milk, but it's fine. I'll fix it. Well, that was actually my... Never mind. (laughs) You want to take my toast, too? You're the best, baby. Rocky takes Brendan's breakfast and coffee and sits down at the kitchen bar to eat. Brendan grabs the frying pan out of the dish rack and starts again making some breakfast. Maybe he'll get to eat it this time. I'm really going to need this today. I nabbed a pretty big design gig, so I really got to buckle down to work on it. That's great, babe. What's the gig? Oh, do you remember Brett and Jamie from Casey's Barbecue? Yeah, they want me to help them convert their backyard shed into a studio apartment so they can Airbnb it. Isn't that smart? If we weren't using our shed as a grow room, we could do the same thing. See, Rocky, that's what I like to see. Get creative so we can get up out of this debt. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) How much are they paying you? Oh, that reminds me. I have to water the plants. We're almost to the budding stage, so I got to watch them extra close in the next few weeks. I should go ahead and do that now before... Rocky, Rocky, how much are they paying you? Jeez, Brendan, all you think about is money. I'm helping out some friends, and they said they would be able to pay me once the rentals start coming in. I'm the only one around here thinking about money at all. You keep doing design work for free, and we'll be living in a shed our damn selves. 
Rocky, ever the bleeding heart, is once again donating her design expertise to a project with no apparent budget for paying her. I mean, that's basically what art school is for, though, right? Rocky slips out the back door to check the plants in the shed, hopefully giving Brendan some time to cool down while he's frying up his second round of vegan egg substitutes. Meanwhile, in the kitchen, Molstro's in wearing very nice pajamas for someone with no job and no one to sleep with. She spies Rocky's plate sitting unguarded on the counter and nabs a piece of tempeh bacon, then heads straight for the fridge. <sighs> Morning, Julia Childs. Throw a couple pieces of that fake bacon on for me while you're at it. It don't taste half bad. How about you fry your own bacon? This ain't Waffle House. I'll leave the pan right here for you. And don't forget to wash it. Before the two cousins start a family feud, Rocky pops back into the kitchen looking frustrated. God, Mo always forgets to- Oh, hey! There you are! No, I'm glad to see you're up early. You, you forgot to turn the grow lights off last night, so I'll need your help with extra watering and maybe some pruning? Nope, sorry, can't help. I've been up all night working on my blog. I'm about to grab a snack and go to bed. I need some sleep. Now, when you say working on your blog, you- do mean more than scrolling on Instagram, right? You DM'd me like 10 memes at 4 a.m. last night. Girl, scrolling on Insta is research. How can I be a style blogger if I don't keep up with the latest trends? Looks like you're keeping up with the latest cat videos. <laughs> FYI, button, cat videos get likes. I'm all about whatever viral content drives the traffic. And if it's cat videos, it's cat videos. Anyway, shouldn't you be off to work by now? FYI, I'm working from home today. That way I can put some time in on this renter search, you know, since you haven't found the right cat video to make your blog profitable, and Rocky is always doing charity design work. Baby, why do you always get so dressed up to work from home? You know your coworkers are in pajama pants in those Zoom calls. You know what they say, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. So I guess the job you want has you walking around your own house at 8 a.m. dressed in a suit? Ha! Couldn't be me. Of course it couldn't, Mo. You'd have to want a job in the first place. Babe, be nice. Anyway, y'all, I went through some of the responses we got to the ad, and I think we have some good prospects. Organize the possible candidates from the responses into a spreadsheet complete with a ranking system. Come look. Brendan grabs his laptop from the kitchen table workstation and shows Rocky and Mo the spreadsheet. Now, y'all, this is complex. It's color-coded, and it's even got all of those complicated Excel functions that we all lie about on our resumes about knowing how to use. Brendan's gonna Brendan. All right, see, I, I put the best fits in green. Extra points if they specifically mention being a twink with a job. Hmm, I see you didn't include Zodiac sign. Whoever we choose, we have to make sure they are a good, energetic match. I'm thinking Pisces or ooh, a Taurus. Uh, no, I didn't include Zodiac, but Trey, Will, and Marcus here all have jobs. So I think that seems to match energetically, okay? Uh, Trey says he can move in ASAP. Marcus has a nut allergy, so he won't be drinking up all my almond milk. And Will's fun fact about himself is that he's not so much a twink, but a heteroflexible swinger? Uh, I'm just looking for someone normal who will pay on time. I said we schedule some Microsoft team meetings so we can get the ball rolling. Jesus, Brendan. Microsoft Teams? Like, can you be a normal person for, like, one second? <sighs> While the three amigos are weighing their options, an email pops up into Brendan's inbox. Oh, look. Here's another reply. Let's check it. Hello. Hello. My, my name, name is... Can I just point out what kind of psycho has zero unread messages in their inbox? Oh, my God. I know, right? 
Brendan's even a neat freak about his email. I keep my unread messages down to a manageable amount. Right now I'm at 577, which is a great number because it's prime and sevens are lucky. Okay. I don't know how many unread messages I have. I stopped counting at a 10,000. I guess I'm just that popular. 10,000 unread messages and not one job offer? Maybe you're not as popular as you think. (laughs) Babe, quit it. Read us the ad. I could if y'all would stop interrupting me. Okay, okay, okay. I saw your ad and I'm interested in living downtown because it's close to the restaurant I work at. I'm very clean and get along with everyone. Plus, I'm a chef and I love cooking and sharing food. I would love to come by, meet the roomies, and check out the room. My contact information is below. I work nights, so a daytime appointment would be best. What about 4.20 in the afternoon? Wink, wink. Looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks, Jay. Okay, okay. (laughs) We might have a top contender, a very clean dude with my favorite trait, a job. Plus, he likes to cook. So y'all can get him to make your tempeh bacon in the morning and leave mine alone. Wow, he does sound pretty impressive. Plus, he got a little sense of humor too. (laughs) 4.20 in the afternoon. It'd be great to have someone like him, you know, to lighten up the mood. Yeah, how about you lighten the mood by paying some rent? Hmm. Maybe the email coming in at this exact moment is kismet. I wonder what Jay's sign is. Well, it seems like our roommates have some decisions to make. I I wonder who they'll choose. A twink with a nut allergy? I mean, there goes a social life. The heteroflexible swinger sounds like a Scorpio. Or will Jay's sense of humor win over the gang? Tune in for the next episode of Cohabitation to find out who will be the fourth wheel on this party bus!